You're listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Visit us anytime at our new website, magic-and-medicine.com, and that's magic with a K. I'm your host, Dr. Candice Nadine Green. Mystic Queen Mother offers various spiritual services virtually. Now you can be anywhere in the world and receive intuitive readings, divination and consultation sessions, and even remote video intuitive readings via email. Your sessions will always include spiritual guidance and messages from your ancestors and spiritual team. My prices are reasonable and affordable. You can even book and pay safely and securely right online. Once you book, you'll get a link via email for your session. Visit magicandmedicine.com and click the services tab in the menu to learn more. That's magic hyphen and hyphen medicine.com. Oh, and don't forget, that's magic with the K. Magic and medicine.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode. Happy 2023. We are on episode 154. I have a couple of announcements to to announce. I have a couple of announcements <laughs> before we begin today's show. First announcement is, as always, you can check us out for everything magic and medicine at www.magic-and-medicine.com. That's magic-and-medicine.com. And that's magic with a K. You can connect me, uh, contact me. You can look, read our blog, check out the new things that are coming up, visit our store, all sorts of great things right there, all in one place at that website. Another announcement is I will be speaking about backyard gardening. It's called um, Backyard Gardening, Getting Back to Our Roots. It's uh, part of the Barrington Libraries, the Barrington Rhode Island Libraries Garden Series. It's a free talk. It's in person and online. So you, if you can't, if you don't live Locally, you can also experience it virtually and you'll get to see me. Isn't that great? You'll get to see my face. I will put the link to register in the show notes connected to this episode and there'll be details in that. So come on, support me. It's free. And I just want you to listen and learn because gardening season was just around the corner here in New England. If you're not doing indoor gardening, I'm doing indoor gardening too. I do indoor and outdoor, but um, because I just love gardening. I'm a master gardener for those of you who don't know. Uh, uh, 
University of Rhode Island. I'm connected to that master. I'm part of that master gardeners program, and I'm also uh, part newly part of the master gardener speakers. So I was asked to be a master gardener speaker, and I'm so excited to be sharing my knowledge. And I w- will be doing some publishing. Some many of you know that I am an author. I have about 22 books out. I will be writing some gardening books. But it will not just be gardening. It will be medicinal uses and magical uses of herbs and plants. So keep your eyes and ears alerted for that. Now we're going to go to today's show. And I'm just going to get a drink of water because my throat is extra dry for some reason. Pardon me. Okay, back. So today's show comes from the essay by Blake Octarian Blair called Rooting in the Land. It's also the title of today's show. It is in Llewellyn's Witch's Date Book 2023. If you haven't gotten yourself uh, Llewellyn's date, Witch's Date Book, I strongly suggest that you really look into getting one it is just I had one last year too and it is just chock full of awesome 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 uh, of awesome awesome uh, things of awesome awesome information each day you can even use it as a journal if you would like it's it's fantastic. Just saying. All right. So today it's the yes, it comes from the essay Blake Octavian Blair by Blake Octavian Blair called Rooting in the Land in Llewellyn's Witches Date Book 2023. Okay. So listen up. Practitioners of earth centered spiritualities are used to hearing people talk of the importance of a connection to the land. This is often in the context of not simply the earth in general, but the specific land upon which you live, its features, its overarching spirit, and the individual spirits that are unique to its environs and geographical location. Of course, it can be hard to feel a connection with the land in which with the land in which you feel to be but a visitor or worse yet, a resident outsider. However, many modern practitioners will at some point find themselves living somewhere in which they feel like this. Our societal culture has become increasingly transient and nomadic in recent years. Gig economics, moving away from for school, work, or family, or any myriad of reasons can find us in new lands that we as individuals have little history with, knowledge of, experience with, connection to, or relationship with. It is far easier to 
forge a connection to the spirits of a land where you have lived all or for the majority of your life. One would have developed those connections over time through concert, concerted conscious efforts as well as organic, gradual, and unconscious efforts. For example, some people may have lived in several states in the United States over their life and realize it can be difficult to feel just dropped down somewhere. Maybe you're excited about the physical place life has found you in, maybe not as much. It can be, it can vary when you have moved a lot. Consider that whether you're thrilled about your new location or not, it is definitely worth trying to root in the land. It may indeed help you beneficially through your time spent there. Forging a genuine relationship. New topic here. When we find ourselves the proverbial stranger in a strange land, how do we begin the work of forging relationships that are genuine and potentially lasting with a land in which we feel we are few we have few well one can begin the process of rooting in the land through conscious and regular engagement in a few outwardly simple ways if we want to feel rooted in the land, we must be a part of it and not a part from it. An easy way to begin forging these connections is observation. Begin by taking walks around the neighborhood your home is in. Notice and observe the types of wildlife that inhabit it. Perhaps you live in an urban area and you notice a bounty of pigeons and squirrels. Perhaps your surroundings are more suburban in nature. You may spot a number of bird species, perhaps some cottontail rabbits, and if you're lucky, deer, foxes, hawks, and more. Don't fret if you take a couple walks and don't see much. The key is to do this regularly over a longer period of time. Over time, you'll begin to notice more and more. Same with plant life. As you traverse your surroundings, take note of the types of trees and plants you see. In walks around your neighborhood, you may observe a pair of red-tailed hawks that live in the neighborhood cemetery, for instance. A nice step, 
oh, sorry, you can gradually expand your explore your explorations outward from your neighborhood to hikes at various locations in your regions. A nice step to take in tandem with your observational walks is to study and research what type of biome you live in. This will give you a plethora of information about the types of plants and animal species that are in your area and perhaps information on species of trees and plants, as well as animals, native to your biome, as well as information on nature versus a native versus invasive species. With the simple steps discussed so far, you are already on your way to a better understanding of the land that you are a creature residing upon. Another important step in the research department of the process is to look at the history of the land on which you reside. Ideally, search as far back as you can go in time. Start with a big picture. Do you live in a mountainous region or on a flat or on flat prairie lands? Perhaps your landscape was created through the life cycle and actions of glaciers. Was your town settled for a specific purpose, such as centering around a specific industry or port? Was agriculture of Pacific crops important? Is the area actually unceded land of indigenous peoples? Who were they? Also, who were the people who took the land from them and why? All these factors also help you connect to and understand the spirit of the land in which you are attempting to root yourself. You are now a part of that land's history. If you understand you are only one part of it, you can move, you can more easily root in the land and integrate yourself with its history and spirit. To feel rooted in the land, you want to be a functioning and contributing part of a whole of a whole, and that requires an understanding of how you fit in with the other parts. You can begin to take yourself to an even, even deeper level by meditating in nature. Find a quiet park, a safe place along a hiking trail or simply quite quiet or similar quiet natural spot spot can't talk today seat yourself under a tree or perhaps on a large rock depending upon your landscape you may just find yourself in a comfortable spot in a field in a vast prairie region just become aware of the spirits of the land around you. Listen with your sixth sense, in addition to using your traditional five senses. 
See if the land or any of the spirits speak to you. You can communicate back to the land as well, even on the energetic level. What do you need from the land? What does the land want and need from you? Communication with the land in it is an important part of the process as it's recipro reciprocity more on that in a bit after a moment visualize yourself growing tree-like roots from the area of your root chakra into the ground feel your energy connecting with that of the land sense yourself as part of the land Repeat this ex exercise on a regular basis and record your experiences, findings, and received messages. Reciprocity with the land is important if you are to be and feel like a contributing part of the land you are in. Make regular offerings in nature. Be sure to choose materials that are eco-friendly, safe for wildlife, and biodegradable. Personal favorites of mine are dried flower petals, popcorn kernels, wildflower seeds native to the area, and tobacco. You can carry a pouch of one or more of these offerings so that they are easily at hand. After you have a conversation with the spirits of the land, be sure to leave an offering in return. The land gives us innumerable gifts and relationships. Offerings help us begin consciously engaging and giving back for all we take or receive. Service is another wonderful offering and way to be in relationship with the land. Consider helping, pick, helping to pick up litter and helping with maintenance and upkeep of local sanctuaries, conservation land, or trails. Participate in efforts to help threatened or endangered wildlife species in your area. Giving back to the land through loving care takes care of both the land and its inhabitants, both physical and spiritual. Another action you can take is again related to the indigenous peoples of your area. Look into the activism that may be in motion related to maintaining, restoring, or acknowledging their rights and connections with the land. Explore how you may respectfully be supportive of or assist in those efforts. In tandem with this, explore adding land acknowledgements before your rituals and celebrations. This is an acknowledgement generally before the beginning of any other proceedings of the indigenous peoples 
who traditionally hold stewardship of the land you are on, as well as their relationship between their people and their lands that are traditionally their territories. You can see that most actions you can take to feel like you have a more rooted presence in the land you inhabit involve becoming gradually more engaged in a healthy reciprocal relationship with the land. The land is a living, breathing spirit and being and being home to multi a multitude of nature spirits, genii locorum, plants, animals, humans are in this category too, landforms, bodies of water, and ancestral spirits of the people who were on this land long before us in the present day. Hopefully after this short exploration, you are able to begin forging connection and relationships to help you root in the lands in which you currently find yourself. With time and effort, you can become a part of the land and no longer apart from it. May you be blessed in your endeavors. Thank you for listening to this essay. I've hoped you've been inspired by today's episode. I know I was. I am grateful to all of you who've listened, who've shared episodes, who've been guests on the show, or who have sent positive energy my way. As we march forward in peace and love, I just want to say thank you. And I want to let you know that I so appreciate you. Thank you for listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Check us out at magic hyphen and hyphen medicine.com and that's magic with a k thanks for listening